<laughs> Hi, David. <laughs> well, um, first, I want to say thanks for taking the time out to do this. I appreciate it. Oh, my you. God. And in 20 minutes, I got to go get your little sister. <laughs> so <laughs> you'll just have to come with me outside to the bus where it's raining. Yes, it is pouring like cats and dogs outside. Um, but welcome to my platform officially. I know that's I, like weird. I seriously it. thought this was going to be a video and I got all dressed up for you. Oh, I did. <laughs> what been, hey, look at my mom. She's pretty, huh? She's hot. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Oh. Yeah, of course. Listen, um, disclaimer, you guys, for those that are going to be listening. She has been on my ass to do this for like the longest time. She's not going to tell you guys that, but I will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, but the the theme of the show is finding your inner like hero and superhero, right? And so you revealed to me that your person that you've decided to go with is Scarlet Witch, yeah, which I think is is awesome. I love yeah. witches, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> and so what got you into like the person of like Scarlet Witch? Like what made um... you, aha? That's the person. <laughs> Like, what made you do that? Okay, so when I was very little girl, <clears throat> my dad was very big on comics. He actually used to draw comics. And uh, I'm going to leave that there. Anyway, we had a shit ton in my home. And I would pretend I could read them because before I could read, I just read the pictures. And mm-hmm. I wanted to be Wanda Maximoff so much because of the hair, the, uh, the outfit. Everything mm-hmm. was red. And it was like, holy shit, like that's, that's me. <laughs> and I already knew from a very young age that I was a witch. So it just made sense. You know what? That does make sense. And I could <laughs> see you actually walking around in the whole getup. I could see that. I could, I could Never look. did. Never did. It's a dream of mine. <laughs> uh, that, we're doing that next year. We're doing it. Comic-Con, here we come. <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Ain't no excuses. We're doing no. it. Um, no, but I mean, I, I could see that. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the reason why. Reason why I came up with this concept of um, of the whole like superhero thing, because I do believe in I do believe in multiverses. I do believe in that we are in big one big ass like universe and everybody just complements each other very well. And um, I don't know. I just thought it would be like a fun approach to life because I feel like people get bogged down by it and people feel like sometimes they might feel like there's no way out or there's no nobody coming to save you, right? And so that's kind of what made me get into like the whole um, kind of looking at people that I connect with and friends and things like that that I, that I meet along the way as we're all superheroes and we just compliment each other very well. And sometimes we irk each other and sometimes we piss each other off. But, but when there's a big, when there's something that needs to be dealt with and there's something big, we can call on each other for help. And that's what superheroes do. So I was like, you know what? Like the justice league. Yes, exactly. See this. Or the Avengers. Exactly. When, when things are too big for one person, they have help. So that's what got me into like this whole, um, looking at people and friends as like heroes and 
that type of stuff. Because people were weirded out by it at first. They were like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> but then when the I The normies it, were weirded out by it. <laughs> but then when I explained it, it was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, it makes total sense. So thank you for not looking at me as weird when I started doing that. I Have I that. ever? <laughs> you got competition. You know, I used to mod the weird ones on Clubhouse. That is true. That is. True. For those that don't know, Clubhouse is an awesome place where you connect with a bunch of just amazing people that you otherwise would not. So mm-hmm. it, it is awesome for those that are going to be listening. Um, do you have any questions for me? This is more of a conversation. It's not an interview. It's more of a talk. Uh, questions for you. How are those babies coming along? <laughs> they are indeed a working Yeah, I know. But they're so simple to make. I just want you to know. That is something else. That I'm telling you. <laughs> well, you've heard it here first, folks. She is on my ass about making babies and making grandbabies. That's her grandbabies. Uh, I need a few more. Oh, you need a few more? How many? <laughs> How many do I need? I don't know. I, I, I take as many as I can get right now. <laughs> of course you would. But the grandbabies are coming. The grandbabies hey. are coming. They are coming. Um, so what all do you do? Because I know that what that's one of our things that we have in common. We do a lot. Uh, you mean so. like for recreation? Or like for work, or like for annoying people, like what? <laughs> but I figure like annoying people and recreational things are kind of the same, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, okay. They totally so um, I always start off every conversation with "I'm a mom" because that's the most important thing that I do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've got I've got many children. Uh, some are not mine, like you know, biologically or legally, but they're mine. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm a business owner. Guys, she didn't give me no choice in that matter. I didn't. I didn't. I, I've adopted I mean, David. So she kind of uh, just came it. along and just and just did what she does best and just bogarted. I was like, no, I, <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I um, I'm a tarot reader for a very very long time, most of my life. And uh, the tarot readings help me to give insight to every um, person that I help into their lives, into situations that they may have challenges with. And many years ago, I developed something, a program for myself Mm -hmm. to help with some trauma that I had been, that had been resurfacing. And um, not too long ago, someone asked me about it. And I said, I haven't done this in a long time. Let me, let me see what I can do. And I created a beta group of individuals who helped me to weed some things out. And so now I've got a program called The Magical Inner Child. And what I do is I help people together to become better communicators, better listeners, mm-hmm. better at self-care, and uh, to just own themselves. Because a lot of times we don't know or we don't realize that what we're doing is is traumatic in and of itself to other people when we trauma dump on them 
Um, so we learn how to convey our emotions and messages to others. And I think it's been really, really wonderful. You are one of my star pupils. I tried not to be. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> I tried no, not to you've be. Had, David, you have had so much progress. There, I, I can't even tell you how proud I am of you and your journey. And um, you were already um, like in the top 10 of my, you know, top favorite people because of your book. And um, incidentally, you know, your, David was on my podcast months ago. That was oh, fun. That was a lot of fun. We were just talking about you today on, on the show. So, um, <clears throat> so I think my ear was ringing. <laughs> I don't know if Mac's going to cut it out, but we, I did mention you. I've always mentioned you and a couple of others. But uh, yeah, I was already proud of you. And then watching you grow through the program, I was even prouder. So that's what I do. I help people to get through trauma. And we call it the magical inner child because the whole purpose is people forget to have fun. Yeah. And I'm all about playing games, video games, board games, um, mm -hmm. online games, phone games. You know, I'm, I'm all about that and hanging out and just laughing. I love to laugh. So that's another thing I do a lot. I laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I throw shade at people. But I wouldn't say something to you that I wouldn't, you know, about you that I wouldn't say to your face. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So that and the tarot. Um, you've had readings from me. I, yeah. Um, yeah. To kind of piggyback, um, like you were sharing, I, I was a student of the program. And um, I said this in private, but I could say it in public, too. It doesn't matter. Um, that I, I love Marcello's approach to the program. It's very lighthearted. It's not from a place of being like a strict teacher, kind of like how they were in school. It is not that at all. It is um, it's very lighthearted. And, and I, one of the things that stuck out to me about the program, and Marcella may laugh at my question, but one of the things that I said early on was, like, you're not a hounder, are you? Like, that was my only question. <laughs> like, of all the things to ask, I was like, you're not a hounder, are you? And she was like, yes, of course I am. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and I was like, as soon she didn't have to say anything else. I, after that, I was in, like, for the long haul of the program. And it was, um, it was fun, actually. It was fun, actually, to come across other people that were dealing with, with similar stuff. Uh, because before the program, like I was very much, um, most people say lone wolf, but I say lone tiger because I love tigers and tigers are better. Um, I was very much a lone tiger before I, before the program. And my thing was always, well, if something's got to get done, I have to do it. Right? Like nobody's going to come behind me and do what I didn't do. So I was, I was very much a, a lone tiger before the program. And, um, one of one of Marcella's reminders to me was um, to be kind, to be kind to yourself. Because I, I was a, uh, I might be paraphrasing here, but I was a, a pusher of wanting to break away from labels, wanting to carve out a niche and a path for myself. And I was, and I was just running through cement walls to do that, metaphorically. Um, and Marcella's program really encouraged me to like take breaks when needed and 
to be present because I, I, I was a bit of a futurist, always thinking about the future at some point. So, like she said, I've had positive results. I did manifest a relationship in the midst of it, which I didn't, see coming. <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. I, I was just <laughs> doing my stuff, like, like seriously. And um, I ended up meeting somebody that's super close, super close by, and she works and she does her own stuff. But the chemistry is just there. And I don't think I would have found the person when, when I did, if Marcella's program hadn't encouraged me to do deeper work than I was already doing, because I was already doing it. I was already writing out thoughts and things like that with, with books and podcasts and stuff. But Marcella's approach to the questions and Marcella's approach to um, how you answer the questions and not going into detail because that was easy for me to do because I was already writing. So it was easy for me to go into detail. And Marcella challenged me to not do that and just keep it to a sentence or two or, or five. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it's been awesome to be a part of the program. Like it's been, so I'm glad you saw that I could like benefit from it and recommended it. Like, I, yeah, like I, I'm glad you, Recommended me to the program because it was no, fun. Thank you, David. See, when I when I thought about beta testing it, there were only a handful of people I thought, you know, you guys are as screwed up as me. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, you know, seriously speaking, I thought, I I feel like these are people who have really worked at being better for themselves. So let me see what would happen if they did this with me and what could come from it. So, yeah. So that was it. That's what I did. I approached you and a couple of others and we had a really nice program. We had a really nice class. You know, I know it lasted a lot longer. Um, you know, it's me working out some of the kinks and a lot of us having some personal issues. Um, but that's what happens with a beta group. So it was great. And um, like I said, I'm just proud of you guys. Uh, oh, and you, you asked me what I do. I want to finish that. Uh, so I ha I am the mom, like I said, of a very industrious 10-year-old little girl with autism who owns her own business. And most of the day I am working on a business proposal and some other things for her marketing so that we can propel, that's it, propel her and her business. Um, you know, she's, uh, she's working really hard. She does her videos when she, being autistic is, is a huge challenge for both of us because I am on the spectrum. And sometimes I get not ADHD like, but I get distracted by other things that mm -hmm. um, my brain needs to pick apart. So I will forget that I was supposed to be writing this business proposal and she'll forget that she was working on a video and she'll start doing something else. And it's like, this needs to, to be taken care of mom. I have to do this. So we're working at it. And you know we've we've got some help from some really amazing people and uh, so that's another thing that i do during uh you know my my business hours during the day and i i am doing vocal work i'm about to start recording some meditation videos put people to I, sleep <laughs> i could have sworn you were going to go in the direction of i'm about to become the next Celine Dion and be a singer I, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't be silly. Say it, but I'm going to say it. Marcella has a nice singing voice. She she does. She doesn't <laughs> brag about it. 
So yes. I'm going to. Thank you. Yes, she has a nice singing voice. So I thought you were going to go in that direction. No, then. no. I would like to sing. And I'm working on that too. I studied opera a long time ago. So I've got a coach. You know her. She's mm -hmm. a friend of ours. And um, she's gonna. she's helping me to get back to where I need to be to sing comfortably. That's it. Tell her she has my vote because I am waiting for your album to come out so I can buy it and then I can brag that I finally know a singer. So I'm, yes, she has my. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> yes. Um, well, FYI, um, we have ha not had many lessons. I'm not gonna lie, we've had just a handful. So, the singing that you've heard was already my my voice the way it is as is. I'm she's I'm working with her to help me tone it down in certain yeah. areas and to reach um, a higher octave. Oh, so like, you're going to honor your inner Mariah Carey? No, so. no Mariah Carey, <laughs> no Celine Dion. I don't want to be like any of them. But, you know, it's funny because someone asked me the other day, so what's your name? I said, Marcella. And he says, Marcella what? And I said, what? And he says, yeah. I said, what? And he says, what's your last name? I said, no last name, just Marcella. And he says, really? <laughs> I said, yeah. He says, just, just Marcello, yeah, like Madonna or Prince or Sting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there you go again. See, I like to laugh. Everything to me has to be humorous. No, but I agree. I mean, I feel like people take life too seriously, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. So I love a good laugh. I'm here for the jokes. I'm here for the sarcasm. I'm here for the asking. That's the way. <laughs> but how much time do you have? Because I know you have to go get your daughter. Uh, her bus should be here soon. I'm going to stay outside and talk to you. I also okay. write, David. That's what we have in common. Other than being weirdos and other than loving <laughs> comic books and other than, than having the same group of friends and other than being business owners. And what else? Oh, and other than having trauma. We, we didn't trauma bond, guys. I swear we didn't trauma bond because that's no-no <laughs> as part of the program. It's a number. You don't trauma bond. You bond through healing. But um, I'm a writer. I've been writing a novel for a while. And the novel has taken on a life of its own and grown. So it's no longer a novel. It's going to be a series. Oh, um, what's the name of it? Do you know? Do you have a I don't have a title. I don't have a title yet. Uh, no worries. It'll come through. No worries. So what's it about? Um, well, it's about two sisters. One who, um, who is a skinwalker. And the other who can channel the dead. And they spend... A lot of time just trying to navigate the the normal world and um you know there's a lot of cryptozoology involved in this book as well as time travel portals to other dimensions um you can think it i probably added it except maybe aliens <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly horror based because um i love the horror genre and time travel you should totally add aliens in there. My you kids talk. said it was already all over the place with the time travel and the portals and the horror. Yeah. Um, 
They said, you want to add sci-fi to it now, Mom? I am not reading this book. <laughs> They're so nice to me. <laughs> so were you always into writing, though? Like, was that always your thing? Or did yep. you stumble? No, I, did. I, I wrote my first story when I was, like, six. When really? I learned to read. Mm -hmm. I learned to read really late, according to my mom. So as soon as I learned, um, I wrote a story. Does anybody else know about that? It's about what? Now, that you wrote a story at the age of like six or seven. I don't know. I don't have it. I, I remember some of what it was about, but I don't have it any longer. And I don't remember if my mother read it or if it was read in my first grade class. I don't know. That was a long time ago, you know. I'm sure that was like 40 years ago, Marcia, which is not 45. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 so besides keeping people in check what does a day in a life look like for Marcella like what is, it, what is a typical day you, for Marcella you mean like with the autism yeah so I'm a pretty manic person um, you know like things happen then I have to sit here and go okay I need to write this down and figure out why this happened and how I'm going to fix it and a lot of that takes its toll because I'm mm -hmm. you know I'm I'm working on being, I used to want to be normal, David. Yeah. I used to want to be the kind of mom who woke up every morning and made breakfast and school and, you know, had parties for their birthdays and celebrated um, the things that they enjoyed. And, and I just couldn't do it. Like I stay up late every night trying to write or doing a job of some sort. Cause I've always had many jobs and always yeah. trying to make money. And I just, there was no way for me to, there was just no way for me to, to be a normal person. And it really hurt that, that, um, I don't know. It just really hurt that I couldn't be like the other moms. And I got a lot of flack from them. You know, they would say things like, oh, you don't do this for your kids. Oh, okay. And I, you know, my kids yeah. are not normal people. My daughter is kind of a normal mom. You know, she has a routine and, you know, she's got two kids and, and, um, you know, I, th I think she's doing a great job. She's a wonderful parent. Um, that's just not me. You know, I'm the kind of mom that here, I'll tell you a story. Mm -hmm. I am the kind of mom that says things like this. You know, one day my daughter calls me and she says, um, she's babysitting the little one. And she says, mother, your child is cursing at the TV. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean she's cursing at the TV? Oh, she's playing a Mario game. And a bunny came and stole a star from her and ran off. And she was so agitated. She said, give me back my fucking damn star. And I said, what? She said that? And she's like, yes. And I said, those two words don't even go together well. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I said, um, they don't go together well. She says, that's what you're concerned about. I said, if the child's going to curse, she should do it correctly. <laughs> it's just the way that we are. I mean, we have these conversations all the time. I found a conversation. I, I like to screenshot conversations so that I can have them forever. Yeah. And I have one where I, I messaged my, my daughter, Riley. And I said, hey, it's your cousin George's birthday. Did you say happy birthday? And Riley said, yep. And I said, he's 17. And he says, yes, he's young and sweet. Now he's a dancing queen. 
<laughs> like, where do they get this from? Oh, wait. <laughs> so maybe I'm not doing such a bad job. I'm just doing a different job. Consider me more like Morticia Adams, you know? Yeah, totally. From the Adams family. Yeah. Yes. Yes, totally. That's another that's another getup I could see you on. But that's beside the point. Um I think that because much like you, I'm also on the spectrum, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's bad. I really don't. Uh, like I feel like people try to put you in a box or they try to make you stick with one thing. But I love your analogy or your breakdown of the word weird because I had never heard of it before before you mentioned it. Oh, um, weird. It, it was originally spelled W-Y-R-D. It was created in the 14th century. Um, it's Germanic. And mm-hmm. it means, oh, wait, I'm watching a squirrel jump from one branch to another, and I feel like it's going to fall, and I don't want it to die in front of me. I should probably <laughs> turn my head. Um, so, it, <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah, no, squirrel, just get down off that tree. Okay, it's safe. Um, it, it, it was created to describe a person who can um, take hold of their, and control, yeah. their destiny so basically somebody who uh doesn't follow the path that everyone else is following it's like you know get up g- get ready for work go to work come home eat dinner shower go to sleep it, it wasn't like lather rinse repeat these are people who decided how they wanted to live yeah so yes i'm very much a weird one i know that you are my children are definitely weird except maybe <laughs> one but you know we can't all be weird so <laughs> But I think that there's a little bit of weirdness in everyone. Some no. people just don't tap into Not it. everyone. Some people I think are just Not normal. Everyone. No. Brigitte calls them ducks. I can see that. Yeah. I just think that mm-hmm. they're normal. I and mean, people are normal. You know? And, and everyone is normal in their own way, and I don't think everyone is weird. So, I, And then again, it, it depends on your definition, right? I guess weird is relative to the person, normal is relative to the person. And, yeah. And I'm normal for me, and you're normal for you. And there are some people who are just plain old vanilla. You know? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, who's going to hear this? <laughs> who's going to hear it? Yeah. Um... Well, usually, like, the way that, that Anchor works is, uh, like, once once I upload it to Anchor, it usually automatically goes out to other places. So, like, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Um, once I upload it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was, like, worried about dropping names. I mean, I'm not really worried, but I didn't want anyone coming to cry, you know. Hey, you talked <laughs> about me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm a new yorker sorry not sorry <laughs> no don't be sorry Fuck never it. never never <laughs> so yeah so we're weird and and i'm loving that we're weird and we do weird shit and you know i i, I how much time do we have I, wonder, I have a great story for you about weirdos i got time okay so years ago i was on a dating site and I had written up my profile and everything. And this guy called me up and, hey, I'd like to take you out. And I made him wait two weeks. And then we went on a date. 
and he took me to dinner and he says, so when did you become interested in psychology? And I, I said, I'm not interested in psychology. He goes, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, cause I, I'm living in my own body and I understand that I, I'm not interested in that. And he goes, but it says on your profile that you're interested in head shrinking. I said, Oh, Oh no, not like, like psychology or psychiatry. No, I I'm interested in literal head shrinking. Like they do in South America. I said, you know, but you know, just so you know, it's illegal there now. He's like, what? And I said, yes, they, there's a process for shrinking heads. And I looked it up. I read about it for a long time and I tried to find videos, but those videos are illegal here in the U.S. So we're not allowed to see them, but I can tell you how it's done. And he's like, you're joking. No, we're not. <laughs> so I told him, I told him exactly how to do it and what I'd learned from my, my research. And he says, oh, I don't think we went, we went on another date after that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which is okay. You know, it wasn't weird enough for me. <laughs> Not everybody's <laughs> cut out for the weird life, man. Not everybody's cut out for it. No. No, not everybody. So, when is your birthday? I know December it. 5th. Um, I'm a Sagittarius. Or like Leo Rising likes to say, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> He's so nice to me. <laughs> so have you always been into like the astrology stuff? Because I know that I, that's another thing that like we share in common. So have you I'm, always been into that? I'm, I, it's not that I'm into astrology per se. I know a lot of my placements and they do make sense, but it wasn't my driving passion. And it's still not my driving passion. Mm -hmm. I, I speak to spirits and yeah. a lot of people will say, oh, she's full of shit. Oh my God, that's crazy. Oh, she's so weird. Whatever the case may be, it's true. I've been talking to them for a long time and it wasn't easy growing up that way. Um, and any of my family that hears this is going to say she's lying, but that's okay. They can think whatever they want. I know. I know all their secrets. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I speak to spirits and I have a connection with with people who have passed and it's a lot of people I've never met and don't know. And sometimes they come and they, they hang out for a few days. Sometimes they'll come in and say one word or two and leave. Like yeah. I, I had a, a woman who was walking around my house for two days this week. And I said, what's your name? Cause she just kept walking around. So I said, what's your name? And she said, Pearl. And I said, Pearl, but it wasn't her that said it, it was one of the other spirits. So I said, okay, so her name is Pearl or maybe she's just wearing pearls, but either way, I don't know. So I don't know. They're just kind of there, you know, yeah. maybe she was wearing pearls and I missed them. You know, I think that that's, um, I think that is awesome that you're open about it. Like, cause I find that some, not everybody, but some are very pri I guess, private about it, um, about that. They talk to spirits or that they meet spirits or that. Yep. They yep. Yep. About it. So, I think it's a, a breath of fresh air that you're very, like, open about it. Because from the time I've met you, you've talked about it. Um, do you get, like, weird looks when you start to talk about it? If someone's not... All the time. All the time. If it's not, if it's not the weird looks because I'm talking about it, it's the weird looks because I'm talking to them. <laughs> um, 
but they they show up um and i can only say this because it was actually said on a public platform but i read a woman recently from clubhouse um i didn't know who she was until somebody explained to me and she even she said go to my my wikipedia and read about me and i said oh so like people know about you i, I have no idea who you are um just because i live under a rock so but don't call me patrick star because i don't look like a patrick <laughs> and i'm not a star anyway so she um she asked me, you know, I, I read her. She asked me some questions. I answered her and I said, oh, there's a lady here. And she says, what? And I said, yeah. And I gave her the woman's name. And at this point, I don't remember what it was because I don't remember these things. But the woman came in and she was calling her name and calling her honey and then saw me her name. And then she left and she says, how the hell? That is my grandmother who died five years ago. I said, well, she's gone now. She just wanted you to know she was here. And she's, you know, so that's what happens sometimes. They just come in and they'll say one thing and it's just to let somebody know that they're listening, they're still here. Or maybe the, their presence is so that the person can wake the fuck up. Who knows, you know? <laughs> I don't question it. I kind of just relay the messages when I have to. But it's, it's not always nice, David. Yeah. There's, um, you know, some years ago, <clears throat> I worked for a company and uh, it was located on the West Coast and I had to travel for training. And while I was there, a gentleman that I worked with, I, I felt it. There was a shadow standing behind him and I felt it. And I kept saying, something is very wrong and it's really starting to bother me. And I mentioned it to my boss and I said, you know, I, I think you need to keep your eye on this person. And they were like, everything is fine. I said, no, really, I really think you need to keep your eye on this person. Yeah. And they said, um, why? What is it? And I said, I don't know, but we're coming towards the holidays and this, this is a huge time for suicide attempts. And she was like, oh my God, don't say such horrible things. So I dropped it. I dropped it. It wasn't my place anyway. Well, the day after New Year's, because um, I started there on my birthday, the day after New Year's, a month later, I, um, I was called and, and, hey, can you get in touch with this person? Because they're not picking up their phone and we have a lot of work to get to. And I couldn't reach them. Finally, get in touch with someone at the office. And he's passed the night before. And at that moment, mm -hmm. I felt them in my living room. And I said, nope. Uh-uh. Sorry. I can't help you. You need to go. Um, when somebody dies from something traumatic like that, yeah. they feel like they have unfinished business. Even if they take their own lives, they have unfinished business. And this person hung around for like a month and I won't say their name because I said the name twice by accident and they came back. Yeah. So they tend to roam until someone can help them. And I just don't want to be that person right now. I didn't want to be that person back then either. And it wasn't, you know, for any other reason than I have my little one mm -hmm. and that energy is very uncomfortable. Yeah. So I, I said, no, no, just, just go. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's powerful. Um, yeah. Did I bring the mood down? Did no. we make it really creepy? No, not at all. Okay, cool. Uh, disclaimer: I love spirits, and I have a love-hate relationship with with ghost stories on YouTube. Um, <laughs> sometimes I love them, and I'm like super intrigued, and then sometimes, depending on the the atmosphere of it. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't want this shit around. So I have a love-hate relationship with it. Um, but I guess my next question was going to be, because um, you and I have been connected for a while. 
Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a year now? Yeah, it might be a year and some change. Yeah. Um, I guess my question would be like, in the midst of our like connection and friendship, um, has anybody that's passed on like come to visit? I guess that would be like my question, if that's an appropriate question. Anyone who's passed on like connected to you or in general? Um, connected to me like from past. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't know if they were connected to you or not. I mean, they, they come into spaces with me when I'm on Zoom calls with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're just hanging around. Like, like I said, like that woman, that who, the woman with the pearls, you know, she's just, she was around for two days and then she was gone. And then there's, oh, here's the little one. Um, I'm going to walk down while I talk to you. So mm-hmm. then there's, um, you know, there are others that just kind of show up and, and sometimes they say the, their name and then they leave. And then there is this little guy who showed up last year before I met you who won't go away. He hasn't been around for a few days, but he always shows up and he always, um, he's always present. And it's like, okay, <laughs> what do you want? And then he says some random stuff and it usually pertains to something very random to someone that I'm speaking to. So if he's ever had a message for you, I don't know. Oh, Lula's home. Hi, Luna. Do you have a good day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. And um, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, so there's a few here mm-hmm. that I haven't seen, but I'm outside. So they kind of just wander around sometimes. Yeah. And um, there's uh, George. I don't know who George is, but he's a, <laughs> he's a tall man with baggy pants. And then there's um, Penny. I have no idea who Penny is. And here we go. You can take this up. Um, there was another another person, but he didn't give me his name. And sometimes that's all they do. Sometimes they'll walk by me and I'll I'll just smile and they'll tell me their name, or I'll hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, don't don't George or Penny. Um, a few days ago, no, mm-hmm. last week, last week there was a Constance. Don't know anybody named Constance. Never did. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, and I don't know if they're connected to anyone. Unless they tell me. For example, I did a reading. Yeah. And this young woman was not listening to my message. And she kept asking me to shuffle again. And I said, honey, I don't know how many times to tell you this. Or uh, how many ways to tell you this. This is not you know, going to happen, whatever. And she says, but I just don't understand. And all of a sudden, very nice looking man walks into my room and looks at me and says, hi, I'm Andre. And I said, oh, hi, Andre. And she says, what? I said, just the spirit walked in and said, hi, I'm Andre. And then he left. She goes, are you kidding? I said, no. She goes, that's my mother's best friend. He died last week. Wow. I described him, yeah, and I have permission to tell this, by the way, because I don't, I always ask my clients permission, if if they don't give it, I don't talk about the readings at all, I'm very, yeah. very private about that, but I have her permission, because she wanted me to consult with two other readers, um, that was kind of the wake up, it was like, he was there telling her, you know, listen to the lady, or maybe, and there was no way I could have known that, I had just met her, she was referred to me. 
So that's the kind of stuff that happens. On a regular basis or or random? No, it's pretty random. I mean, regular basis, yes. People, you know? Yeah. I think that that's... Um, I don't know. I think it's awesome that you're really in tune that way. Most people aren't. Most people are very, like, surface level, I guess, with their ability to be in tune. So, um, have you thought about, like, not teaching a class, but kind of helping people find out if if they have that same gift? Like, have you thought about that type of stuff? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, I just thought I would ask. That's all. 